now betting for the sports animal your afternoon drive number two men on van nunley and fred slow and in the on deck circle amory castillo this is two men on with van nunley and fred slow You want me to do that one again? You got me scaled down. Is that what it is? I'll start over. It's Monday, Albuquerque. You know what that means? Well, that means I've talked to A. Marie about production stuff about a million times in the two months she's worked for us. And anytime she says the phrase, it's good, means that it's not actually good, that it's a fallacy, that is a lie. I would like to interrupt you from this statement because Jared Hard came in and double-checked it, so mm-hmm. our boss, so there you go. He messed with oh, it. Oh, interesting. That's just like when Mike Shanahan and John Lynch double-checked Trey Lance's work and said that he was good. Now, who's Tweedledee's partner? Yeah, who's that? Yeah. Tweedledum. <laughs> Tweedledum. Your partner. Today's I-9 Varsity, the I-9 Varsity of Dip Stuff Partners. Ah, okay. I-9 Varsity of Dip Stuff Partners. You're welcome. Amory, you are the dip stuff. You are the dip yeah, stuff. Yeah, right I know. Now. That's why I said that. She's so funny. Hey, what she what she lacks in production value, she makes up for in spades with dog watching. Let me tell oh. let me tell you guys, Darby had the weekend of his life. It was basically a spa weekend. It out. was. Yeah. That, that Amory Castillo, she's a real locker room guy. She's always <laughs> supporting everyone. Just works hard, goes hard, good attitude. It's like that. Banger of a little weekend. What did you and the dog do, Amory? Eh, uh, we, we we took Darby on walks. Who's we? Uh, the old man and I. We oh, took you're him... subjecting your husband to this as well? Yes. His idea. It, it was his idea. And we, we took him to all of our favorite coffee shops because they give Darby treats. It's true. A lot of pets. By the way, uh, loyal listener, friends of the show, if you're unaware of the saga of Amory and Darby, it might not be my dog for long. And if you're not aware of the situation at all whatsoever, I have this cute but mentally deficient corgi. Yeah, it's the cutest. Who's the sweetest thing on the planet. And Amory has taken quite the liking to my dog and often babysits yes. like she did last weekend. Yes. We need to explain I the like situation. being the cool aunt and cool uncle. <clears throat> to a dog. We're yeah. Still talking about, we're talking about a feline. You're just pumping them, pumping them full of doggy treats and taking them everywhere where he gets all the scratchums in the world and then drop him off on me when he's all hopped up on soda pop and popsicles. Exactly. Whenever, whenever Van hands Darby off to Amory, the, uh, Darby has Randy or Rosarina energy. Mm. And then whatever... Whenever he comes back, it's it's just all played out. Jimmy Graham energy. It's Jimmy Graham energy. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a good week of programming for the boys. Bunch of three-hour shows, so it's been a long time since we've done that. But is there a better way to really wrap up the summer? This is, like, in my opinion, the last week of summer, right? Like, Labor Day is the period to summer. That is next Monday, so we will not be on air. You can catch us live next Tuesday from Howie Sports Base, we our NFL coverage all yes. season long. We've got a banger of a week here ourselves, live tomorrow at the ABQ Duke store. Go check out Van and Jake Castillo as they are there Wednesday 
downtown at Red Door. Don't forget on Thursday, live from the uh, that's the Top Golf event for the YMCA. So we're super excited about that. Thank you for all the partners who are coming out to play with us and help an organization that helps a lot of people. And then Friday, Van is at ABQ Axe for a special weekend edition of of the boys throwing hatchets. So I'm here only today, and I'm not physically in Albuquerque. I'm in St. Louis, Missouri. So thank you for everyone that uh, celebrated from afar me and um, the hottest the hottest weather ever humanly recorded. It was hotter than hell here when I got here. I just I hated everything about it. I hope you had shorts on. No. Ah. No, I did not. Ah. Love that. And there's so much humidity here. You can't wear your jeans on back to back days. Like you have to you have to wash. Just wear shorts. Like you're with family. I'm an adult. What Fred does, the air is so dry here in Albuquerque, he gets to wear his jeans all summer. For weeks on end. (laughs) Uh, By the way, let's talk a little more about this YMCA event on Thursday. There's still a couple spots open for individual Uh golfers. And if you reach out to us, we can probably sneak you in if you're an organization or a business or a group of friends that just like to party and no one does it like us. So there's still time to get in. You could eke your way in to the YMCA Top Golf Charity event this Thursday, 5 o'clock. I bet I can get you in all the way up until showtime on Thursday. 505-246-0610. Reach out to myself or Van to secure your spot in the YMCA Top Golf Tournament. Now, Van, is it is it true that this tournament's at 8 a.m. and you have to miss work to be there? Is that how this thing works? That is not true, my friend. Oh, okay. It, so, this okay. tournament would be from 1, 5 p.m. Mountain, all the way up until okay. 8.30, possibly 9, also Mountain. Okay, so Show up early, work. have a little cocktail hour. We got a half hour of warm-up in your lane and a two-hour golf tournament at Top Golf, and then you know prizes and giveaways and you know free food and I'll tell you what you're a friend of the show first pitchers on the boys you are like that you will spend my money on on other people's drinks regularly that's your go-to move well I am so devoid of personality and like I guess just general warmth I will buy friendships <laughs> one pitcher I- at a time we're going to push off our Lobo coverage till later in the week because that's when the big game is against Texas A&M. But I'm only here today, so we're going to make sure we touch base on that as I want to talk about just how dang excited I am for this Lobos football team, just how dang excited I am for Danny Gonzalez and what he's doing with a lot of New Mexico products. I'm excited to see QB1 go out there and do some stuff, so we'll talk about that at length. Otherwise, it's NFL all day. I For fun, on our show notes, I wrote out a bunch of cool stuff in baseball over the weekend, and I was like, where do we even fit this nah. in? Where do I talk about Shea Otani now only being a one-way player and probably losing out of $200 million a year for the rest of his – I don't know if it would be a year. But he learned losing out of $200 million total for a a huge old contract because he only plays one way now. Where do I talk about one of the coolest little moments in baseball in recent history when Miguel Cabrera stepped into the box and looked down uh, uh, 44 – 6 feet 6 inches <laughs> Justin Verlander and and they both gave each other a little tip of the hat and I had a Chills. little moment where I was like oh my god like there's there's no better emotion in sport than the emotion in in baseball and it's a bummer man having Shohei Otani hurt a le- like just would have reset the market for baseball contracts and probably non soccer contracts it would have just set the gold standard going forward and 
with the uncertainty of his injury and not being a 100% for sure two-way player, those numbers are going way down. Hundreds of millions of dollars are just leaking out of his UCL right now. You know, we were talking about uh, the YMCA golf tournament, Amory, and um, I know that you know because you saw me in here sparkling up. Spark- I did sparkling up the helmet. I was, sh- I, yeah, I was, I was wondering shining what you were doing. it. I was shining it, and I was uh, highlighting some autographs and taking some sexy pictures. Because I know we talked about this on the program. We haven't talked about it in a while. But when we went to the Super Bowl this year, we uh, brought a helmet and got it autographed by every single person we interviewed. And this thing goes live tomorrow. You can bid on it. You can own it That's yourself. Really cool. You can it own is. it yourself. I'm back with you guys. All right. Hey, welcome back, Fred. The, so, here, yeah, check out some of these legends, Amory. No, I, I thought that was really cool. At first, I just saw you bringing the football helmet, and I was like, what is this? But it's really cool. I'm looking for headbutt. Great item. So it's really it's, sweet. It's, it's co-branded. It's got, yeah. it's got a YMCA logo on one side, a two-men-on logo on the other side. And like I said, we had every single person we interviewed at the Super Bowl, and it's going to go live. I'll give you all the information tomorrow on where you can win this helmet. The auction will go live tomorrow morning up until the end of the Top Golf charity event. But check this out. Hall of Famer Brian Erlacher. Good get. Okay, cool. Are we done here? No, we're not, because there's <laughs> over 50 more autographs on this friggin' helmet, including Hall of Famer Rondé Barber, who we were his last interview before he was told that he's going to be a member of the Hall of Fame. How cool is that? Super sweet. We got current NFL legend Jamar Chase, Derwin James, the current MMA champion for whatever division this weirdo fights for, but Sugar Sean O'Malley is on the helmet. Mm-hmm. UFC Hall of Famer Rashad Evans is on the helmet. Friggin', friggin' Carrot Top is on the helmet. Lee Steinberg of Jerry Maguire's Show Me the Money fame is on it. Just legends throughout sports in Hollywood and really excited to make some money for the YMCA. From my memory, Ryan LaVarnway is on the Hero. helmet. You and I, Van, we are on the helmet. That's right. That is mentioned there. That's a super important one if Mm -hmm. you're going to put two of them on there. Uh, That was such a fun idea. And there was an excitement about about people who wanted to be a part of that, which I was really appreciative of, too, because it was every single athlete we sat down with, and and we didn't do this. I guess we should have in hindsight. But they all had fun testimonials about their time at the White House. Right. And and we were able to kind of talk about that and tell those stories as, as they shared them with us and that was a lot of fun and wrapping up that um, wrapping up that idea I had before I cut out for a moment. Uh, we were talking about romance and baseball. We were talking about Miggy and Justin Verlander. I don't know, Van, how many years they played together in Detroit. Was it 10? Did they play together 10 years? I say high single digits. Okay. Yeah. So almost 10 years. So anyway, just super cool moment in, in baseball. And there was a fun thing about that. Um, it was, it was as they're both tipping their caps to each other before, before the at bat. It didn't really matter who won the at bat. Yeah. And I know that is like kind of a, you know, you're rooting for one, you're rooting against the other. That's kind of the idea of sports and fandom. But the, it was the moment being bigger, you know, and then that was originally going to be my I varsity today was, you know, moments that are just a little more bigger than the outcomes. But instead we went with, um, you know, uh, t- uh, tip stuff partners because mm-hmm. is of a Marie Castillo. But, but yeah, then we had a bunch of cool moments in baseball over the weekend. Uh, the Arroz Arena stuff, I think, 
is the one that got away from the St. Louis Cardinals. I hate that I can't see it any other way. That's all I think about every time I see a Randy Rosarina is how good he would look in white and red and how we, we, we full traded him some time ago, but he'd be on the worst team in baseball because that's what's here in St. Louis right now. Well, I mean, if the Cardinals had Randy Rosarina and Adolis Garcia, yeah, they would not be in last place. I can guarantee no. you that much. No, it's... They gave away two all-stars who were both in the home run derby for peanuts. They traded away Paul DeYoung at the trade deadline. He goes to Toronto. He takes 30 at-bats, doesn't get a single hit, goes over, signs as a free agent with the San Francisco Giants. He gets three hits in a game, and now he looks like a world beater again. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you're like, what is going on with baseball? But it's about... Paul DeYoung hates Canada. Verified. Hey, uh, same. <laughs> Just, I, I, have, I carry that energy, too. The uh, But this, this playoffs is going to be as good as Major League Baseball playoffs for me personally, because I don't have a rooting interest this right. year. It, it's so very limited for me to watch Major League Baseball playoffs without my team, quote-unquote, being in. So I'm really excited about this one. It's going to be incredibly good. We'll talk about Major League Baseball length, but it's not this week and it's not next week. NFL football, college football coming up this upcoming week, a world of entertainment. We'll get into that, including our fantasy football drafts. You want to do that before or after the break, man? Uh, let's do it after. Let's do it after. When we get back, it was a weekend of fantasy football. Because here's me out. If you draft your fantasy football league during Labor Day weekend, you're a loser. You should have done it last weekend. It should be done already. Wrong. Wrong. You can't do it last week. We break that down whenever we get back. It's two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. Home of Monday, Thursday. We have Saturday games. There's Sunday games. Do they move games to Friday? It is your NFL home for football games. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program. Speaking of being back, I'm back in my hometown where I took a moment to draft Van. My (laughs) fantasy football league, it's the league I've been in for like 10 years. Okay. It's like my hometown league. You know what my number one pick would be if I had the option? Who's that? Those curtains that you're sitting in front of right now. But if you're not watching on facebook live or youtube live yeah those curtains look like almost every shirt i have in my closet i love them so much can you bring them back to me i'm in the uh midwest home of my brother i'm 38 years old my brother is 37 years old we live drastically different lives aside from him being conspiracy theorist with that said Everything about him is as Midwest as anything you will ever find. Uh, behind me are curtains that uh, you would find in a turn-of-the-century Midwest ranch house that should have been demolished during the Great Depression. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is as disappointing a floral pattern as you can find on an eastern-facing window as any elderly couple between the states of Kansas and Indiana would have in their home. Curtains, Yes. The home decor um, skills are quite lacking. Yeah, they're lacking. So that's why you need to take those off the wall, mm-hmm. bring them back to Albuquerque, and I'll take them to Izzy, my tailor, and he'll make me a new shirt because those are so beautifully awful. Yes. It is a floral pattern with, I think, cream in the background, and there's like some soft, some soft. Um, I guess they would be warmish fall colors. Yeah, that's fantastic. Bring that to me. 
That's beautiful. Like, yeah, there's like single stem, like like to be like if Tom like if Huck Finn was chewing mm-hmm. on a piece of grass Correct. while on a raft going down a river with his friend Jim. Like it's it's that type of of pattern on these Midwest floral brown on brown on brown mm. shade of blue brown um atrocities of curtains. They're yeah. they're hideously beautiful. Yeah, everything about them is That's those are the curtains in Martha Stewart's nightmares. Yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these if you walk into the local Midwest um home decor store, sure. You will walk down the entire aisle. They will be at the end of the aisle because the decor store knows that these are sought here. And you'll walk past all the other options to mm-hmm. get these. It's why groceries put poultry in the back. You're going to go to the back to get milk. We know you're going to. Um, that's these curtains. If the Queer Eye for the Straight Guy crew walk into that home and see those curtains, yes. at least one of them is uh, performing Harry Carey on themselves. Yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if, if they were to see me, and again, if you're watching us, facebook.com slash talkabq, the sports animal live stream, see your boys as we see each other right now. Um, I am set up like a Wes Anderson shot in correct. right now. I'm perfectly balanced against the most neutral of bat-colored walls that cannot be accented or decented by these curtains because they are so incredibly mid, so mid. How do cream walls and floral curtains make you look even more aggressively Anglo? How does that work? Um, science. <laughs> Cracker science? Is that what we're doing here? <laughs> these, are, these are the curtains that are on the double swinging doors at Cracker Barrel. The, and I don't know if you know this, Amory, Cracker Barrel per capita where the most doors are held for strangers anywhere in the country it's a that's a known fact that makes sense the yeah they're yeah they're on those doors that's these that's these curtains facebook.com slash talk abq come and see your boys on the live stream they send you those curtains when you have um you order the elvis commemorative plate collection they just send you those curtains with them for free these curtains i'm assuming perpendicular wall there's elvis plates am i right uh, there's a crushed velvet uh, Last Supper rug <laughs> that they hung on the wall. It's beautiful. That Yeah, it's a special energy. The, the material of these curtains actually used to be used on flower bags, man. Um, whenever, during the Great Depression, they would sell flour in, um, in, in bags that had pattern on them so that families could sew clothes for their children. That's what this is. That's awfully kind of them to do that. Yeah, yeah. The um, Most of the places they were called... Uh, Hoovervilles, but here in the Midwest, it was just Hoosierville. It was, mm. uh, yeah, it's very disgusting. It's super very, close. Very yeah, not, not for me. So that would be my first draft pick, those curtains. <laughs> <laughs> I had not shown up in person for this draft in like 10 years or something. You know, I've been out of my hometown for some time. I, You know, I've spent more adult years away than I have, you know, here. And with that said, I didn't tell the boys I was coming, Van. So they all get together and they usually FaceTime me in, right? Mm-hmm. So, anyways, didn't tell them I was coming, and they're like, they're "Like, who's going to FaceTime for Fred?" Big eye roll, you know. That's how this thing always is. Long story short, I showed up, mm-hmm. showed up, and I said, "Boys, I'm here to wreck the place. Was, Let's go." Was it at a bar? Sort of. So I used to run the municipal golf course here in the city that um, I was from, 
and we have like a big banquet hall. So we did it at the banquet hall at the Muni golf course. And then afterwards we went down to the local Applebee's and had unlimited wings and, nice. and Long Island iced teas. That's a real sentence. I, I really believe that. <laughs> I'm actually not doubting that. I don't think it's a bit or anything. Midwest is best. Bottomless Long Island iced teas? That is correct, yes. Is this the last place on earth that that's legal? No One one is... Long Island iced tea is enough to kill a cheerleader. At Applebee's? I... No. Well, hold on. Here's the, where you two are messing up. Do you think I did or did not personally know the bartender at my hometown? I, <laughs> I bet you have dated her. No, she was a kiddo. So, Oh, never she, mind. Let's not. Yeah. No, never mind. Disregard. But when I ran the golf course, she was like the golf cart girl. You know oh, okay. About? Yeah. So it, was, so it was, oh, my God, can't believe you're here. Uh, poor, 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 poor. Yeah. Poor, 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 poor. I go, are, the, I go I, are we still measuring in ounces? That's what I said. I said, I don't. I said, why are we putting this in the jumbo margarita bowl? And she, she, said, don't, she said, don't ask. Just just do. Okay. Five bucks. Good deal. Long story short, guys, I got six running backs back to back to back to back to back to back. Good to job. <laughs> I think that's no uh, pretty was, smart. No one was ready for it. No, I, I actually really appreciate that. Uh, I just want to let you know, I told Van pre-production meeting, Fred, my most important fantasy football draft starts at 5 p.m. Mountain Time. Today? Yes, it's going to be on air. You're on the radio with us. I know, but I, this is actually the most important thing in my life. So um, I will be that good that I will be doing two things at once. In the 5 o'clock Mountain Time hour, we will be breaking into this broadcast regularly to help a Marie <laughs> in her fantasy draft. And we're very excited about that. Now, is this Breaking a 10, news. What? Is this a 10 or a 12-team draft? Uh, 12. Okay, twelve. It's very teams. serious. Like this is the serious league. Can we can we back up just one second? How A. Marie Castillo is here on Two Men On, the sportsiest sports program in the history of sportsdom. I agree. And she said that this draft is the most important thing in her life. It is. She's living out her childhood dreams of being a host and producer of a sports talk radio show, and right in front of our stupid faces. She says that this draft is the most important I thing mean, in her life. You're welcome. I'm bringing the content today. Okay. And um, I will be able to do my headlines while I draft. Because it's a keeper league, so they go by pretty fast. How long have you been in this league? Um, For a while. Like what? Like 10 years? Like less? Yeah, it's kind of like similar to your league. What's the buy-in? I'm not going to tell you. Okay, so it's more. <laughs> that means it's more than three. More than I make at Cumulus. Just kidding. It's more, um, it's more than a hundred. If you're not going to admit it, it's more than a hundred. Because that's when hundred dollars. Because that's when it starts to become a problem. Yeah, I mean, are we very it, surprised at all? Hundred bucks is like the top of the friendly league. Anything above yes. that, you start to like take it too serious. I th- I think my league is seventy five bucks. Okay. Like I think that is like a very you are invested. You don't want to lose seventy five bucks to your friends. It's nice to win seventy five bucks ten times. Like that is a that's a good number. So Amory, your number is the type of number where you purposely put your stomach into knots every single weekend watching human beings that you've never seen or met in real life perform on the field, either cheering for, jeering for, and mm-hmm. alternating that opinion depending upon who you are playing and who they are playing throughout the course of the year. Do you even have fandom for the game? Uh, yes, I do. I still have fandom for the game. I believe that wholeheartedly. 
that Amory can compartmentalize her fantasy team, her Minnesota Vikings, her gambling, her content on air, her logistical neutrality when she's talking about the sport. I think she is such a NFL maniac that she can compartmentalize all those things separately. Thank you, Van. You're welcome. So is it like five hundred dollars? No, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> uh, just it, it's it's good. It keep everyone on their toes. What toes? I also would like to catch up with you, uh, Fred, since I haven't seen you because you were gone last week. Yeah. Uh, I, I did, and Van, I forgot to tell you this yesterday when you came and pe- picked up your dog from my house. A Brentwood okay. baddie called me this weekend. I think it's because of this program. A Brentwood baddie called me, and I caught up with him for like an hour. Aww. Because we put it in the cosmos? That's why they I guess, you? but that was so random. New friend of the show. Just New Brentwood you know. baddie in the house. Yes. That is exciting. Those are really big developments. All of my childhood friends were upset that I was here. So that's like a completely different balance. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, they called for me to leave is what they did whenever they saw me. They said, yeah. we don't. Would you I'm mind FaceTiming anyways? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> hey, Fred, cool that you're here. I bet there's reception outside. That's what they said, which is, that's not a kind thing to say, but I understood it. I understood the motivation behind it. My very first draft pick was friend of the show, Austin Eckler. Let's yeah. go. Oh. Smart. So smart. That's how you do it. You go what, guys. Hey. What number draft pick were you? Um, how do you tell that? Oh, like, you like what was I your first like what order were like what place Standby. were you? Okay, you didn't you don't remember. I hope you were like top seven. Austin Eckler didn't go to seven till seven. Yeah, I got it. What idiots seven. are you drafting with? So it went like this Justin Jefferson. Smart. Christian McCaffrey. Smart. Mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey. Ooh, reach. Jamar Chase. Mm, don't know Cup, with Jopper. Mm, no. Tyreek Hill. Yep. And then, oh boy, Freddie Slow went Austin Eckler. Okay, that makes more sense. Okay. And then there was a run on running backs. Then four of them went in a row. Somebody named Bajan Robinson. No yeah. Clue. That, Ooh, good draft, mustard. That's a, he's a big, yeah. he's projected to have a big year with Atlanta Falcons. Nicholas Chubb, who... Uh, the Cleveland I, Browns running back. Oh, there's no way he's going to do well. Tony Pollard. He might who, if Deshaun Watson busts. Right. So I, there's obviously a Cowboys fan here. And then throughout the course of the next six rounds, I took back to back to back to back to That's back pretty to awesome. I actually like that power move. <laughs> Every After everyone, everyone goes, Everyone hates what you. What are you doing? I love it. And I go, I'm just stacking them. Eckler on Josh Jacobs, on Joe Mixon, on Aaron Jones, on James Conner, on DeAndre Swift. Let's ride. And then and then uh, the ESPN app told me I couldn't draft more running backs. It told me I was max. <laughs> then I had to, I had to go to uh, actual players. Um, so my first skill position in the seventh is George Kittle. George Kittle, who's a big WWE guy. That's why I picked him. Makes oh total God. sense. What's your team so, name? Um, it's super inside baseball for this hometown, but it's, um, I don't even know if this is appropriate to say on air. I'm going to, I'm going to guess it's appropriate to say on air. Um, so I used to work for the city and I worked for the park and rec and the, uh, public services was part of it. So, uh, all the public service guys quit whenever I kept making fun of Donald Trump so much, cause they didn't like my energy towards them, even though they would regularly say, forget people's feelings, but not their own feelings because it's a world of hypocrisy. Sure. So I, so I named my team public cervix. Oh, so, you can yeah. say that on air. I think you can say that on yeah. air. Yeah. So that's what I went with. Whenever I meet like a mom of eight, I, that, same thing, same I, name. I tip my hat and say, thank you for your cervix. 
That's a good one. Whenever mm-hmm. we get back, we're just 30 <laughs> short minutes away from Amory's live on air breakdown as she doesn't get the slot receiver she wants in the 11th round. Tuning on. <laughs> on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal home to Monday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, never Wednesday unless there's a weird hurricane on the West Coast, and often double headers on Mondays to start the season. The NFL home sports animal. Los Angeles Rams suck. Also, I'm staying at my brother's house in St. Louis, and he has two kids. And I just wanted to get a snack during the break. And they only left the two heel pieces of bread in the bag. So now you're eating a sandwich with two heel pieces of bread. I'm not trying to overreact about this, but there's a reason I never had kids. Okay. Are you saying that you're forced to make a heel turn? What's going on here? I did turn both the heels around. That is correct. I put the white part on the outside. You made a heel turn, and now you're going to shove it in your face. Baby face. Yeah. Your baby face. (laughs) Okay. Matthew Stafford says, I just can't connect with these kids. Okay. <laughs> and the youth of today with their jazz music and their snapping their fingers everywhere they go. Every time we get off a plane, they're <laughs> just trying to catch Pokemon, hey? <laughs> hey, you're a professional athlete. What you doing vaping there, sport? <laughs> No, no, Matthew Stafford does not care about his Madden rating. Stop talking to him about it. He is an adult who got lucky one time with a team that didn't care about losing for the next 10 seasons. Speaking of, 41 to rip against the Broncos in preseason. And in the fame words of Mike Tomlin, you can't box without sparring. And it looks to me like the Rams don't even know how to spar. This was terrible. It's going to be rough. Matthew Stafford, I think, I just think that he's getting traded. Some team, just like every year, has an injury, and then they're going to ship off Matt Stafford to somebody with playoff dreams. And then the the rest of the the tower will crumble after that. Adios, Aaron Donald. Jalen Ramsey's already gone. Cooper Cup can get you a pretty penny. Did you read Matthew Stafford's quotes, what he said about the young rookies? And I would like to say it uh, to you all if you haven't heard it in general. Okay. But this is his direct quote about the rookies. In the old days. Okay, don't start like that, Matt. Come on, Matt. You know better. 35-year-old Matthew Stafford. In the old days, you'd come out of practice, you'd shower, and people would be playing cards, interacting. Who knows what they're doing? But they're doing something together, playing ping pong. They'd have a tournament going on. They'd at least be talking. But now these rookies get out of practice and meetings during training camps, and they go straight to their phones. No one looks up from their phones. I don't know. How Am I the dad? Do I take their phones? What do I do here? Is he, is he, is he asking the local editor of the newspaper? <laughs> like, is, is he anonymously writing to the advice column? In, in the in the L.A. neighborhood newspaper, like what is what is, <laughs> what he, is he doing? doing? Yeah, thanks, old man Stafford, for that <laughs> awesome Pepperidge Farm commercial. 
Do you remember when players used to play cards after the game? Pepperidge Farm remembers. He also doesn't like that they call them that they call him sir. Oh, he hates the South now too. Okay, he's a little more interesting. God, he's so weird, dude. Like you know what? what? Do you remember when football players used to smoke cigarettes at halftime? Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> You remember when we used to picket the ride for those from the South to vote? Pepperidge <laughs> Farms remembers. <laughs> That's Matthew Stafford. Back in my day, we used to crack a beaver in half and rub the blood on our elbows when we got sore. You remember that? Ah, Pepperidge Farm remembers. I wore a hat made of <laughs> wild animal. <laughs> Which just, I don't get this. How does this apply, Davy Crockett? We used to wear long pants under our football gear. (laughs) Oh, he even mentioned the Lions. He said the Lions always had events and were good at that. So when you lose or you win, it feels like it doesn't mean as much because your team isn't connected like they used to be. What's he now missing the Lions because they're the hype now? Yeah, they won a bunch of games. That's a good call. Cool. Yeah, now he wants back. Now he wants back? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Jumping. Keep jumping off of sinking ships, Matt. You know, Dan Campbell, he only lets the guys play Uno. (laughs) I guess that's what it means to be the one. (laughs) Matthew Stafford and Sean McVay are so weird. Those are like wienery, weird little dudes. Isn't Sean McVay only like three months older than Matt Stafford? I was going to say, he's like 37, I think. Yeah. So, have you guys met him? I've met him. No. Oh, my God. Like... Talk about a dude you just hate instantly. Okay. Talk about a, okay, I'm not like what? he's itty bitty, <laughs> number one. Like I'm not trying to be that guy and like side shame or anything. But it's like don't But that's don't exactly pretend, what you're gonna do. Go ahead. Do. Yeah, okay. don't pretend like you're not itty bitty. Like like don't call me big guy. You know what I mean? Like I just I hate that stuff. And two Super Bowl appearances, one win, can't call Sean McVay a failure. Cannot do it. Would love to do it. I would love for him to have failure on his shelf at home. He'll never have it. He's a winner. They're not going to win for 10 more years. And Matthew Stafford knows they're not going to win. And Matthew Stafford needs to start planting seeds that are going to grow into the trade tree because he cannot be there if he ever wants to win football games again. This is just, he was smart enough. He timed it perfectly. Yeah. He was still Matthew Stafford then. He's like 85% of Matthew Stafford now which is still better than most quarterbacks in the NFL. He's a shell of himself, but still, he sees the writing on the wall. He left the Lions. He timed it perfectly. Won a ship, got to hoist the Lombardi trophy, and then the Rams just blew it all up. They self-imploded, and now he's like, oh, good Lord, I'm on the I'm on the Lions again. You forgot the Damn it. He also almost killed a gal. Don't forget about that part. Oh, but yeah. Aside yeah. from all of that, yes, he would be a difference maker in a team like New Orleans. He would be a difference maker. There are a handful of teams that need, like, a quarterback. He could be a quarterback on a couple of teams. The He's Rams don't need a quarterback? Him. Oh, they need so much more. Oh, God, they're horrible. Uh, yeah. The only reason <laughs> that they'll win two games is because they get to play the Cardinals twice. Oh, God, they're they're a show. That's an S show of a team if I've ever seen one. A suck show. Yes, hey, Marie. <laughs> I think he's just having a seizure. Are you okay? Oh, is that a break sign? Did, 
So is the new break okay, sign guys. the universal sign language? <laughs> I'm trying to like just right? sign language to you guys instead of saying it on air. The universal Dude. sign that we've used for break, friend of the show forever, is putting your two fists together like mm-hmm. you're holding a, like a twig and snapping it. Yeah, you're that breaking you're breaking the twig. And A. Marie did the West Coast um, Hawaii I love you sign with the index finger and pinky finger up and thumb out. Oh, she That's did. She, no, she did like the uh, the Star Trek thing, but if like you had some kind of neurogenitive disease, it was all crooked. Give yeah, me that she one. Did, she put her fingers together like the hand that activated the oxygen on Mars in Total Recall, and then put you when you put it onto the thing. That's what she did. Two weeks. Ben Rubaker. <laughs> Tuning on 95.9 FM and AM 610. Home of Monday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, and other days of NFL football. Come to us for NFL football. CBS Sports here in Albuquerque. NFL football. The game you want to listen to is here. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports team. Back on the program, wrapping up the first hour of said program. Los Angeles Rams suck. That's that going for them. That's not going to surprise a lot of people. If you know anything about the NFL, you take Aaron Donald and Cooper Cup off that team, it is an absolute dumpster fire that can rival the Cardinals' dumpster fire. I think anyone could throw passes to Cooper Cup. You know what? Maybe I don't know that, though, because I watched some of this weird, like, NFL quarterback camera footage from Tua Tagovailoa over the weekend. <laughs> Who? Have you, seen, have you seen this? Yeah. It's like they put a GoPro on his deal, and, and it's like – and he's he like an itty-bitty guy. He's like Sean McVay tall. And, and he couldn't – he can't see. It's, like, terrifying. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like, well, how do you – how do you know where to throw it? How do you know what to do? Like, this is, I don't know how you can be a quarterback and not be six and a half foot tall. I feel like that's the only way to be able to be a quarterback. He's tall enough. His problem is his release point. He gets a lot of balls batted down. But you, I, I know the exact video we're talking about. I, I watched it today as well. I mean, it's crazy how fast he goes through his progressions. It looks like his head's just moving around and he's just, everything's just a wiggling blur. Yeah. But he knows what he's doing. You know, it reminds me of, and I didn't play collegiate sports at all. Like, I have a, I have a story about re- why, but the, you remember when you used to play, like, organized ball? Like, you for, for you, baseball, right? And you knew that the ball was hit here with this, you know, number of runners on a base. You knew exactly what base to go to. If it one hops the outfield, you know you're going to hit the cutoff. If it would, That's, to me, I think what NFL football quarterback is, where it's like, Hey, you know you're playing. You know if the defense is lined up this way, look to this spot first, look to this spot second, look to this spot third. So it's not even like you're scanning the field like you're playing Madden. You're going to spots because you know. And, you know, in, I think they're similar in basketball. Amory and I play basketball. And where it's, you know, if it's a fast break, there's five lanes to fill and there's going to be someone here and you don't even have to look and there's a whole bunch of trust involved. Right. And, you know, that's a thing that is maybe tough for a guy like Tua because a guy like Tyree Hill, who's such a freak, freaking athlete and idiot person, often thinks like, oh, I'm just going to do whatever's best for me. I'm going to run faster. I'm going to go the other. And it's like, oh, man, you're kind of screwing up the whole progression here, big dog. Well, he's so talented. 
every team would love to have a guy like that. He's just so freakishly fast, and he's got amazing hands, and he could just wiggle off to the side and change routes all the time. But Tua kind of, while he's you know he goes through his progressions, every every good quarterback should be able to do at least three progressions before they decide where they're throwing the ball. Tyree Kill doesn't matter. You can just look in his general yeah. direction and chunk it up to him. As long as he's where he's supposed to be, I agree with that. Friend of the show, Craig, says in the sports animal live chat, friend of the Craig, or friend of the Craig, friend of the show, Craig says Stetson will be the starting quarterback for the Los Angeles Rams of Anaheim County. Um, if they trade Stafford, I guess. Yeah. I, mean, I don't I don't think he will to start the season. Um, he will be at some point during the season, hard yes. After the trade but, deadline, yeah. when some quarterback gets hurt and they trade Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup together as a package. Yeah, and there's going to be a weird brainwashing there between Stafford and Stetson Bennett because they both went to Georgia. Yeah. And Stafford can be like, you just you stay with me, young blood. It's like uh they like what those Tom and Jerry, what was the name of that bulldog and the bulldog's kid? Like it's going to be the exact same thing. Like where it's I'll do whatever you say, Mr. Stafford. I I had no yeah. locker in Athens. Matt like, says, uh, you know, I'd like to take you under my wing and, you know, show you the way, you know, bulldog to bulldog. And then Stetson said, oh, that's lit, bro. No capping, fam. <laughs> <laughs> and Matthew Stafford's head explodes. Got so very upset. <laughs> Are those real words, Stetson? Yeah, hey, uh, we didn't we didn't have that when I lived in Pontiac. <laughs> Don't admit to living in Pontiac. That's like a terrible part of Detroit. The Rams will not be good. The NFC West is just so incredibly sad. It's like Except for the 49ers. That's the reason they're going to win it, because of how incredibly sad the whole thing is. Arizona is going to flirt with that 0-17. The Rams are going to flirt with that 0-17, except they have to play Arizona. Yeah. Seattle, Gino already got paid, and I know a lot of people think he's like a cool guy or whatever, but I, I'm telling you, after the crap career he had and finally getting a paycheck, he's giving up. Seattle, it's over. Seattle could like slide right in just through luck because they got four wins against Arizona and Los Angeles. You put five wins on top of that, you're in the playoffs. Not untrue. Amory hits us with headlines whenever we get back. It's coming on 95. You mean my draft? Oh, and headlines, crowd. and headlines, and headlines. They're ready. They're both ready. Okay. It's either going to be a complete success or a disaster as the three of us and all the friends of the show help A. Marie draft against the the Brentwood Baddies. Who else is in this league? It's not the Brentwood Baddies. <laughs> That's our team name, though. Oh, gosh. Get no, ready for for our league, it's don't Kirk off your cousins is for this league. Don't what off? Kirk off. Who? Kirk? Kirk Cousins? Like, this is like a Star Trek thing. Just gonna let me sit on that one. Got it. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal home of NFL football Monday, Thursday, and Sundays. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal.